So if we weren't related, would you like me as a human being? <laughs> Listen, I love all God's creatures, um, even the ones that irritate me like you. But Oh, we're going there? Yeah, we're going to go there. But I mean, as a human being, you're awesome. I mean, I can't even like mother effer. You're awesome. Like, so yeah, I think I still, I still play with you. Would you like me as a human being? I would have met with you at all. Smart answer. Smart answer. Hey y'all, it's Onika. And JR. And you are dishing with Dainty Dish. How you doing, JR? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm doing good. What's going on in the world of JR? I'm just finishing up my improv class at Second City. You know, Ooh. Yeah, so I'm just finishing it up now. It's been a good time. Uh, yeah, I finished another book. You know me. I've, 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 I've got back to reading. I haven't been reading for a little while. I know. You got um, out of it for a bit. Yeah, I read The um, the Power of Habit, Why We Do What We Do in Life and Business by Charles Duhigg. Um, it was a good one. Mm-hmm. Good one about habits, you know, because I have some bad habits that I had to break and I've been trying to break. And, um, you know, just learning how I can apply that to my, my life and in business, you know. It's just, you know, you know me, being a dork. Hmm. Well, it's uh, it's all good. Yeah, it's June. So what's it's going June. on with you? Let's see. It's been about one month now since I got rid of Oliver. I don't regret it. You don't regret I it don't, at all. I don't regret it. I don't. I sleep better at night. You know, I don't have another mouth to feed. Like I'm, I'm an inherently selfish person. Like when I came home and that cat was just like on my butt. Like I just was like just go away and i'm sorry that i have to say it this way maybe i'm not an animal person who knows i might try a dog next time but hopefully i'll have a house i tried a goldfish didn't work i tried a cat didn't work lasted two weeks but you know i hear from my friend he's doing okay though yeah he's doing all right he's getting acclimated to his new surroundings that's fine and his new cat friend i think he's been humping her I think okay okay forget it forget it I'm done I'm, I'm moving on I'm moving on today we have a guest because it's the second Wednesday of, of the, month. the month and it is all kinds of crazy and we do have a guest Michael say hello to everyone how's it going guys thank you so much for having me appreciate right. it we, we appreciate you coming on not a problem not a problem I, I love what you guys are doing with the podcast it's it's great it's really great oh thank you Michael thank you so much no problem um so how have you been i've been good i've been good can't complain just been uh you know working hard doing me been uh on that routine life right working going to the gym trying to stay active i'm on a self-improvement wave so that that's what i've been doing all right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i love i love being on that self-improvement wave that's the only way to be yeah that's it that's That's it it. you you gotta keep growing you gotta keep improving expanding yeah, always. Never stop. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Expanding like my waistline. Just expanding. <laughs> <laughs> See, you t- you told me I couldn't make fun of your weight. And now you always, you're always you always setting me up. No, but I'm self-deprecating. That's okay. It's okay, okay to be self-deprecating. Okay. Okay. Because you, like, you specifically told me that it's off limits. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Whatever. I love myself at every size. <laughs> hey, love but- yourself. You know, be I don't know what Beyonce would say. I don't know what what what, what we what word we can throw in here, what slogan or what lyrics we can throw in, but 
one of those ones <laughs> one, of, one of those one of those empowering ones yeah. like learning to love yourself is yeah. the greatest love of all Whitney Houston yes, oh, okay. We'll, oh, okay. we'll drop a Whitney okay. we'll drop a Whitney okay. that's cool that's we'll cool. drop deep. a Whitney so what are that's we doing deep. here today what's going on we are going to talk to Michael about his experience with mental health but I wanted to start off with a question we do this like fun little thing at the beginning just to loosen everybody up mm-hmm. you know uh ask them a question from one of our 21 questions episode our very first inaugural episode if you haven't listened to it listen to it um but the question we decided to ask today was if you didn't have to sleep what would you do with your spare time if i didn't have to sleep what would i do with my spare time I probably do more of what I'm doing right now. Do more of my uh, daily routine. Try to get as much uh, work in. You know, trying to, uh, uh, you know, really again, just doing a lot more than what I'm doing right now and getting a lot more done and using a lot more of my time. I try not to even sleep too much. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I get, That's I get, crazy. I get a good amount of sleep. I do get a good amount of sleep, but. Uh, I try not to like sleep in because I find when I wake up earlier in the day, I um, I get a lot more done. You have a lot more time to do what you need to get done. And if you have goals and tasks during the day, you, you find that you actually get it done from waking up at eight o'clock as opposed to waking up at 11 or I mean, because if you think about it, that's a lot of time. Three hours three or two hours. hours that you can yeah, use. Yeah, I'm an to, eleven o'clock wake upper. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. Well, you I know, enjoy sleep. You got you enjoy sleep. Okay. <laughs> I'm just sit, I'm just sitting here, just like you know what? Finally, someone is sitting here that's saying the same thing that I've been saying to you all. all yes, I know. Jr. tells me all the time. You're yeah. like, I wake up at five a.m. Get stuff done. I'm like, yeah, no. Like, by the time, like by the time you wake up, I've already completed pretty much my whole day. Right. You know, it's. It's and then you're already on to the next day or the next yeah, week, and yeah. you're ahead of the game. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna. Say I wish I'd gotten it when I was a little bit younger, though. Like, cause yeah, I didn't. I didn't get on it till till you know now. I would right. say right um, in your thirties. Yeah, had I had I been on that in my twenties, whew. You would have been a different ball game. Different ball game. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean. Shout outs, yeah. You, Appreciate you, that. You, I mean, you, that's why it's like that's why I'm doing it now. You yeah. know, I'm 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 not I'm, I'm taking advantage of of of, of that extra compound time, that, yes. that compound, that <laughs> compound self development. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so I guess just from my understanding now, um, you don't specifically, Michael, suffer from a mental health um, issue. We're talking today because something that we've wanted to do in this podcast is kind of, you know, have a mix of people that have lived experience with a mix of people that um, have experience through, 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 you know, family members. So I'm one of the people that, you know, have experienced through a family member with Onika. Yeah. And, you know, we've, 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 we've had a few, we've had a couple experts on, we've had a nurse, um, you know, we've had, a, we've had a doctor, um, a, a educational doctor on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, now we kind of want to have someone who's, who's has um, some lived experience, but not with the disease, but, you know, kind of. With everything that goes along with it. Everything that goes along with it. So I, I guess Anika felt that you, you make a great fit for, for this type of, of conversation. So, right. Um, let's have the conversation. Right. I guess let's just have the conversation. So um, first and foremost, we want to ask you what really made you 
decide to come on the podcast? Well, um, as you said, I don't really suffer from any mental illnesses or anything like that. I'm actually, I consider myself to be very mentally sane and have control over my emotions. But how, I'm, how I've gotten to this point in terms of not allowing myself to be stressed out or being positive and getting things done and being in the right state of mind is a certain process. And I feel like uh, the reason why I'm here in this podcast today is just to let people know that these things are important and mental health is important and it's something that needs to be spoke up, needs to be talked about. And uh, uh, mental health awareness is how there's a whole stigma around mental health and people don't really know about it or they shy away from it or act like it's not there. But it, being somebody who's uh, 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 surrounded by a family member who's dealing with mental health issues, it's very much, uh, it's very much there. It's very much uh, 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 an issue that needs to be addressed, and not something that sort of needs to be, um, I would say, like uh, hidden or, or or not talked about. I feel like the reason why I'm here is that the more we talk about mental health and the more we talk about our own experiences with mental health and how we keep ourselves mentally sane, um, it would do, it would, it would, it would help not only for ourselves, but for people who are dealing, um, with mental health issues because they would not feel alone. They would feel Mm -hmm. like there's somebody around who supports them and understands them Mm -hmm. and people Mm -hmm. who are, suffering from mental illnesses would instead of going through a downward spiral path would eventually start to have the positive mindset just by knowing that they're not in it by themselves there's that support system that's around yeah. absolutely right okay, okay. Right. so do you want to share a little bit about um i guess your family um and 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 what what it's what it's like you mentioned that you know there there's that you have a family member that that suffers from mental illness yeah um do you want to share a bit about that? What, what was it like, um, mm-hmm. I guess? Um, can I say what it's like growing up? Would that be fair to say? Is that a yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. absolutely. Let's, let's, let's it's, um, it's been, uh, for me, uh, I would say it was very confusing at first. Um, just because, again, it's, it's sort of a, to me, it was very new. I had no idea what was going on. Mm-hmm. So when I started to realize that a family member of mine was dealing with mental health issues, I'm thinking that it's not that serious. I'm thinking that um, what's really happening, just very confused at not really knowing what's really going on. And I grew up in a household where we like to keep everything secretive and and, and to not talk about it. And me being in the... Uh, uh, the youngest in my family or just the youngest out of whether it's my immediate family or my outside family, one of the younger siblings, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we would be the last to know about whatever is going on. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, I just kind of I just didn't really know what was going on until it was actually happening in front of me. And then I had to do my own research about it. I didn't, I wasn't, I had to figure out what's going on and go on the internet and search about this and figure out why certain things are happening. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the reason, that's kind of how I uh, started to give myself 
more education on mental health after seeing what my family member was going through when it was actually happening. I didn't know that there was a process to leading towards that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. kind of just, uh, it just kind of happened. And I was like one of the last people to know about it. Now, mm-hmm. do, do you remember seeing a, 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 a specific change in, in, in the person? Like maybe um, them not, maybe if you were like, maybe you were really close and all of a sudden now you weren't that close or um, maybe there was just maybe a, a mood shift. Did, was there something that maybe looking back now you would say, oh, that, I, I, that, that chain, that, that's something that I saw. And maybe um, letting people know, hey, if you kind of see these changes in someone that you really love and care about, you know, just maybe just ask them if they're all right, you know, and just. Absolutely. That's a good question. Um, now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah. And now that I look back. Mm-hmm there was certain things that um, this person was doing mm-hmm. that probably, I don't really know what specifically triggered it, but there were certain things that they this person was doing in terms of be keeping to themselves, keeping things to themselves. Okay. Not talking because, or not just, uh, 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 again, just being very secretive. And this is, now that I think back at it, this is how this person really was, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it's it was very, uh, to me, I was just thinking that it's normal. It's the person's personality. Mm-hmm. You just growing up, you think, and especially like, again, being like uh, one of the younger uh, 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 siblings or one of the younger uh, family members that it's just a person's personality you just think okay it's whatever you've got your own things that you need to deal with mm-hmm. as a kid growing up Absolutely. you know <laughs> trying to uh, uh trying to get good grades trying to stay out of trouble trying to stay in get and, to and, and, and get to school uh trying to get, get the, the girl. <laughs> to be honest with you that trying to get the newest <laughs> video games trying to like yeah. i was not really thinking about like in my mind back then it was not something that i was thinking about because again you don't really know if there's something wrong or if there's anything going on yeah, right I so you just kind of live your life i remember with onika me it was i was just thinking about girls i was just, yeah, I was just yeah, at that yeah. age where it was just like yeah i'm not really concerned with you right now right. i've got things to do <laughs> you, you got know? things to do <laughs> yeah i but, uh, find sometimes it amplifies your personality so it is very challenging it amplifies whatever is already in you so it's very challenging to see that there is a problem mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Right. So, so Michael, you mentioned that um, I guess your the mental health things for you started with research on the internet, mm-hmm. um, your own research. Um, now, was was your family member open with their diagnosis, and did it kind of match with what you were researching, or were you kind of a little behind the curve, or like how did how did that information kind of connect? Well, um, the person told me what they had. Okay. And then um, that's when I started to do my research more about it and figure out why, if the person is acting out, why? What's really going on? How do you deal with this? How do you get better? How does it get to that point? Um, And these were the things that I tried to uh, 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 um, sort of educate myself with and try to be more aware of because... uh, you know, if I want to be able to help or be of some sort of assistance as a family member, this is what I was going to need to do and not just act like, again, like there's nothing wrong or mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it's going to get better yeah. by itself. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's know? something that, that in, in, in the black community, we, we kind of constantly see, right. oh, it's going to get better by itself. If you, yeah, if you, or you if, pray the cray away. 
<laughs> you know that's my favorite saying. Yeah, well, you no, but you're absolutely right about that. You're absolutely right about that. Not to say that prayer uh, and having is strong powerful. faith doesn't work. I'm not saying that, mom. It is. It is. <laughs> no, it is. It is very powerful. But what I want to let people know is that to be mentally strong, there's that, and then there's actively doing things to keep yourself mentally strong as well, mm-hmm. like having the right positive people around you. And all of these different things that I'm sure we'll get to uh, in, in a bit. But yeah, yeah, you're definitely right. Faith, mm-hmm. Strong faith is good, but there's also this level. There's also other things that you can do to, to stay mentally and physically uh, mm-hmm. uh, st- strong and stable as well. Well, since you touched on the positive True. people around you, I love that whole thing about having, you know, surrounding yourself with positive people. And, you know, as of as of late. I know that I've surrounded myself with positive people to help me in my in just in my my mental health, just as a a non um, mental illness patient, but just just to keep myself in, yeah. in good spirits. That's right. And I know, Anika, you have you've done the same. I mean, I know you've you've cut people out of your life. You've told me just because you know this person, no, I can't be around this person because they're not they're not they're here to help in their me. illness or yeah, yeah like you they're know, they're too far gone at that point. You know, I'm not saying there's not hope, but. It, you have to have that positive, like that positive presence in your life mm-hmm. in order for your mental health to um, not suffer. And I think seeing me take care of myself has helped my family. I think you too take care of yourself in a different and like you're with your own mental health. Oh, absolutely. Like. Absolutely. I went to th- I went to therapy because of you. Thank you. That's it. Like wow. there's no there's no question. Like look at that. You know, like there was like I was going through my going through my mo- emotions, and you were just like, dude, you need to go to therapy. And I was just in my my emotions, and she's like, dude, you need to go to therapy. You see what talking about mental illness does, though. You don't suffer from a mental illness. You just needed to go to because you needed to talk. Just needed to talk. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know, right now in society. Uh, people think oh you're going to therapy oh you got problems oh you you you're you're different or oh, you, there's something wrong with you but literally everybody needs some yeah. kind of therapy whether it's yeah. from a therapist or whether it's from your best friend or whether it's from your sister or whether it's from your brother or whether yeah. it's from anybody mm-hmm. but people need to talk about whatever they're going through or rant or vent or get kind of get advice you know yeah the beautiful Definitely. thing about therapy is when you rant like it's done. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's. You they know, just let you go let you and go. go and go. There's no. What there's do you no mean re- they let you go? Like you literally just get to sit there and they will ask probing questions and just let you rant. Right. Um, I, I this is my experiences. I, I, I yeah. don't have. Yeah. You know. I. I, uh, I don't, I'm not having like I guess was it cognitive, cognitive behavioral therapy. I'm not like on that. Me. I'm not. I'm not on that. Like I get homework. I'm okay. What's cognitive? Software. What's what's the difference between cognitive behavioral therapy and regular therapy? Um. So I guess in cognitive behavior, behavioral therapy, I'm just gonna guess at this going. This yeah, way. go ahead. Um, you're you're trying to use. Um, you're, you're trying try- to use your mind to change your mood, basically. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to use you're trying to use a certain build a certain skill set um through and it was through various things like i said i had homework most of the time Mm. so you're trying to build a certain skill set to combat when your mood isn't well so i know now like in the last year i haven't had a depressive episode according to my therapist because she does like logs and quizzes and questionnaires and i know now when i have a bad two or three days 
and my mood is low, I know what to do to pick myself mm. back up out of it without necessarily having to run to my social worker or my therapist or my psychiatrist to change my meds. Or mm. So cognitive behavioral therapy is the therapy that I think most people with mental health illnesses need, mm-hmm. but it's not always accessible. Mm-hmm. That's the You're problem. Developing good habits. Yeah, you develop. You learn to develop good, positive habits to mm-hmm. help you kind of heal your own mm-hmm. mental health issue that's happening in the moment. If I was to have a, ma- a manic episode, you know, I'd need hospitalization. But these little spurts mm-hmm. that my mood, because my mood is kind of like a wave, mm-hmm. you know, it helps me deal with the wave. Right. Right, 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 right. Okay, yeah. okay. So that's the Where, difference. Whereas okay, like awesome. the regular therapy for me was just being able to ex- talk to someone and accept the things that I have no control over. Right. Um, and really just, I guess I, I realized that in therapy that I am already very self-aware, but yeah. just, I guess, growing that self-awareness. Right. And, you know, understanding, okay, this is what's happened. This is where I am. Um, this is This was my role in this. I have to accept this. Okay, and now let's pick myself right. up and keep, keep yeah. it moving. Right. Know, and that and that just it's just a matter of talking that through. Right. Like sometimes you might talk to yourself. Right. Um, but you know, sometimes you, when you're talking to yourself, you avoid asking yourself that one or two questions that's really gonna like open the floodgate to resolve your problems. Right. Whereas when you're in therapy, this person has no um they have no like they have they're unbiased. They they have a, they have an unbiased interest in you. So right. They're gonna say they're gonna look at your situation and say, okay, what about this? And as right. soon as you answer that question out loud, yeah, sometimes there's like a bell that goes off in your head, and you're like, ding, no, mm-hmm. oh, okay, you know, so that makes sense. That makes sense. That know? makes sense. So right. I, I, for me, that's and, what I've gotten from it. Right, and I love that you mentioned that uh, you talked about the things that you can't control. I mean, my mentor even tells me. My mentor told me something that I, I like to share. Um, he said. When you're focused on your life and just improving your life and working and and getting things done and reaching your goals and things happen, just focus on the things that you can control and the things that you can't mm-hmm. con- you can't control just that's when you need to focus on your faith and um, have strong faith in God or whoever you believe in just have strong faith that uh, uh, it'll be you'll be okay and that things are going to work in your favor but the only thing you can do is focus on the things you can't control but to be um to be sort of in self-pity and 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 upset or complain about things that you can't control that's the sort of things that would keep you mentally drained Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when when it's like it it doesn't have to be (laughs) i call that being being in your illness that's oh okay that's that's the term i use for it not not the physical illness where you're acting out but being in your illness in the sense that Perhaps you are you are depressed or you're feeling low and you just kind of wallow in it and you ruminate over it and you don't take action like you were talking about, Michael, to make a change. You just continue to lay in bed and you continue to not go outside and you continue to not live your life and you're just kind of in deeply in your illness. Right. You know, so that that often happens to people and that's some really great advice mm-hmm. that you're giving right, right i know right. i know in our situation um you 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 being in your illness um took its toll on 
your family members. I know I can speak up for myself. I, mm-hmm. I know I, I've never. I don't speak on your on your mother or your sister, <laughs> yeah. your father's behalf. No, but I, I I know I've I've seen the toll it's taken on 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 the, on on them. Like I've seen it. Phys- like I've seen the physical toll it's taken on them. Um, what kind of toll has has you know your family members' illness taken on you? I know you said you were you're one of the younger ones. Um, members of your family. Um, what about like some of the older people in your family? What kind of toll has it? Do you, do you think? Do you, have you seen it taken on them? It's taken more of a toll on them, just because. Uh, again, uh, mental illness is now just now coming into the forefront, and uh, people are starting to be more self-aware of what's going on. But for the pe- for my older family members who are, to them, it's totally new to it, and they don't know how to react. So it's kind of been very stressful. Where in a sense where they they want to do they want to do uh, their piece to help, but they don't know how to help, and um, they they just don't know what to do, right? And it's kind of scary where you're in a situation where you want to help this person and you don't know what to do to help, but it seems like the person maybe if they don't get the help that they need, it'll they'll go through a downward spiral path, and there's nothing that you can do. So. It's been the most tough for for my, for my older family members because um, some of them are not tech savvy to do the re- go online and do research, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and they kind of rely on us younger millennials to do the research and tell them that what's going yeah. on. But even me, I don't know everything that I need to know uh, about what's going on either. Because right? you're not a doctor. So I'm, I, I'm not a doctor. This is not mm. you know what I mean. I'm I'm just learning just like everybody else. But um, that's the so that's the 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 idea they meant their approach to it is i'm going to pray the cray away mm-hmm. and i'm going to uh, uh that's what i'm going to do but that's what i'm going to keep doing but i feel like um it's that's again that 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 that's great um but if someone's going through a downward spiral path and they they need that kind of tough love mm-hmm. to get them back on their feet yeah enabling them I don't know if that would help you know what I mean and I feel like uh, that's really what's been going on mm-hmm. um, the person's kind of been enabled and, and kind of sort of said okay no worries but then there's no progress right so going through that transition and to say this is what we need to do to help this person Mm-hmm. It's kind of been kind of stagnant. We don't like they don't really know the next steps to take. So it's been the most hard for them. I know. Uh, I, I mean, I have. I would say smart. We don't have all, all the answers, but at least we know what I have. Kind of have an idea of how this person is going to be able to get better or get out of their or, or slump, slump or what? What, yeah, what, did, what um, did you mention? Um, uh, is, is sitting in your own set. What'd you yeah. say? living in your illness living in your illness and kind of just not doing anything how to get to that point where you were uh where you you kind of broke out of that and got Mm -hmm. motivation and dealt with it head on i'm sure you can tell me anika that you you were enabled at any point it was kind of like a tough love or oh my god was i ever enabled was i my whole family like i've got a big big family jr's like one like 80th of my family sitting here right now and between like my for my immediate family Mm -hmm. i was enabled for my extended family it was more of a like 
let's keep this on the low low like mm. we don't talk about onika's situation right but why not like it just that's i think it's a west indian like it's a cultural thing it could it's be a very black cultural thing. It's, it's a black a, thing yeah let's let's put it out there let's throw it right out there because michael is black just fyi um <laughs> and it's it's a black thing like it my family was very hush hush about it my immediate family was very hush hush and my parents enabled me for like seven years or eight years before my mom finally like i had a really bad episode and i like it was just like a really messed up situation and and my mom kicked me out of the house right and by them okay so for those seven years that you were being enabled did it help you no oh god no like i'm far better now living you know i live in toronto i live in my own apartment i do my own thing like they live in the durham region i see them once every two months like i'm not reliant on them for anything anymore therefore there's not that enabling dynamic where it's like oh onika's in trouble i run to mommy and daddy yeah like and they they get me out of trouble Mm -hmm. right like there's not that dynamic between us anymore like me my mom have forged more of like a a loving adult friendship where i do talk to her every day but it's never like a here's all of my problems mom and i need you to solve all of my problems for me right you know so it you have to get to that point and your family member too would have to get to that point where that enabling relationship is broken and you kind of you feel like a fish out of water and you feel like you don't know what you're gonna do but with the right medical team with the right support system you learn those tricks and tips about how to combat depression and how to help your anxiety for me you know how to stave my bipolar my mania from coming back you know i've i learned those things because there are resources there are things out there and programs that are out that are out there that can help now sorry to interrupt you um you mentioned that there's programs out there for for that that can help now the person suffering from the mental illness would have to actively go and get these programs right or they would saddest part that's the saddest part it's it's hard because there is still a huge stigma around mental health sure there's you know more every day you know people are recognizing mental health is a real issue is a real condition is a real you know disease they still don't necessarily provide people with things like therapists readily for free you know my therapy is free right now i have i work with a team and everything is covered for me by ohip but if you're not willing to search and look and fight and advocate for yourself or have you know your one or two family members right standing there with you advocating right along with you unfortunately you just don't get anywhere and that's the sad part about it so do you You feel like somebody suffering from mental illness would have to face that point where they would need to actively go out and 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 face their i would say kind of face their fears or face their um uh sort of get out of their uh, sadness or get out of their own emotion or their slump and get the help that they need? I think mental health, because mental health and addiction often go together. Mm. And I think the one of the reasons they kind of go hand in hand is because eventually you get fed up with yourself. Mm-hmm. At right. least that's been my experience. Well, I, I, can, can I can I just throw? throw yeah, from, throw something from, in there, Jr. From, from, from my vantage point, it seemed it seemed to be more on the lines of when Onika got her her um, her diagnosis, and at the point when she made it known to her family, um, she was her diagnosis. 
Yes. Mm. Um, yes. And and that that she almost that, that that put a bad taste in my mouth all the time. <laughs> yes. Mm. But um, it wasn't until she accepted her illness and said, "I am not my illness," mm. was when I started to see things starting to change. Where I'm not my illness, but you know what? I have this illness, and I got to put myself in a position where. I can be the best person that I can. And that means I got to have a team. Okay. Well, you know what? I am now in a situation where I'm in, in, in an episode. Um, and there's no family now. Like you're coming out of this episode I, from, this is from my event. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like you came out of this episode and now there was no family there. There's nobody. Cause I mean, I was, I was off in Florida. <laughs> yeah. You were in Florida. <laughs> you know, uh, you cousin, Florida. Cousin, cousin, cousin K, she was actually with me yeah there was no there was no family the whole support system we were like every person that was part of it was off doing their own thing but y'all were living your lives living living your lives and and that moment it ended up being like you were i guess seemed like wait i'm not the center of the universe and i think that kind of yeah because that's the thing you you're it's not that actually you were made to feel like the center of the universe but not necessarily in a positive way not in a like, you know what I mean? Everybody loves me kind of way. No more of everybody's worried about me. Everybody's disappointed in me. Everybody's frustrated with me. Everybody hates me. Like in that more kind of self-centered way, mm. I have to do things to make them, you know, be proud of me again. And, you know, I have to push. I have to push forward. I have to move on. Like y- you do, you get into a very selfish, self-centered mode. Wow. Really? And then when you get, and, and everything, everything, every negative thing that happens to you or every failure you have, you blame it on your illness. Mm-hmm. That's what he's talking about when it's mm-hmm. like, I was my, I was bipolar. I was the definition of I was bipolar, you know? But now I realize, no, I have an illness. I'm not my illness, which has opened me up and freed me to be able to do so many like positive things like this podcast right. or the things I do with my writing. Like it's freed me up to be the best person that I could be. There may be another manic episode on the horizon. There is likely to be another manic episode on the horizon. But I've learned through two years now going into a therapy from having a team, from, you know, continuing to have my family support that no matter how far I fall, I'm going to be able to pick myself back up again. And when you haven't done that at least once, and I've done it seven times. So if you haven't done that at least once, you don't know, you know, your family member might not know what they're capable of. Mm. You know what I mean? You have to encourage them. You have to encourage them and let them know you're there for them and let them know, listen, you are capable of being a better person and living a better life. Mm -hmm. You are not your illness. You don't have to live in your illness. You can do better than this. Oh, trust me. Every time I speak to this person, that's ex- that's all that I say. <laughs> and just keep encouraging. You know, but you also have to go make it fall because, you know, you had to, you, you at one moment you chose the nine to five career and that nine to five career. The stresses of that doesn't did not work for you, mm-hmm. you in particular. Mm-hmm. So now you work a little bit less of a more glamorous job. Retail. Let's call it what it is. Retail. Retail. But you know, hit what? it the wrong with it, retail. It, 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 it allows you to live the life that you. Amen. That, that allows you to be the least stressed. I mean, yeah. you, you you're allowed to yeah. do your writing. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not bothering what you're still paying taxes. So yeah, like, I'm still good. I still pay not, the tax man. It's, it's, it's. I mean, you you found. You found what your personal niche is, I guess. Would that would that be? Yeah, and yeah. and the thing is, it's not. 
I don't know because I know for me I have high expectations of myself in my life, you know. But the life that I'm living right now is pretty fucking awesome. Like mm. it's just it's pretty awesome. So, you know, it's not a matter of getting the nine to five corporate job for this person or or getting. It's about it's about letting them find what they're passionate about that keeps them going. Right. That keeps them as far away from their mental health condition as possible. So if this person loves cooking or painting or music, right. you know, encouraging them to do the things that you can recall that they love to get them mm-hmm. to the place right. where they need to be to like rise up out right. of that abyss. Right, right. And I love you that. You know what I mean? And, and I love that. And the fact that you mentioned that, you said that um, for somebody dealing with mental illness, get, they should get to that point where focus on their purpose and what they uh, 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 and what they're actually here to do in this life and what they love to do like mm-hmm. what their purpose is right um, I would also say that um, that's exactly what everybody should <laughs> be focusing you know what this. I mean that's exactly <laughs> what everybody should be doing, should be doing. That's, that's good that kind of that's kind of like where I was going with like in my mind I was thinking about a lot like a final question I was like what can what can you do for your own mental mental health? Like what 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 should, what, what could you Michael recommend for us to do for our mental health? And you just kind of like just went there and answered it. That was kind of well that's well that's that's really what I do. I have a daily routine. I wake up in the morning. I do like uh, obviously I say my prayers. You know, my mother um, would love you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, what else do I do? I work out. I do a if I can't go to the gym, I do a small workout in the condo, just like a. Uh, going downstairs do like a, a one two uh, mm-hmm. push ups Push-up. or like uh, pull ups or something just to feel good. Um, I I meditate. Meditate's yes. pretty cool. Yeah, I love meditating. Yes. That's something that I've gone on. Just and meditating is not on some like for those people who don't know about meditation, it's not something that you're just like on like a a Buddhist wave or something mm-hmm. where you got like ten like you have to be sitting down cross legs. No, all it is is literally you're sitting in a chair and you're just closing your eyes and you're focused on your breath and that's all you're focused on and your folk the idea is to keep you focused on the present moment so if there's a lot that's going on around you you just sit back and you just focus on the present moment and not allow yourself to get too worked up and i feel like um doing that also just uh being able to uh i love like i love podcasts so <laughs> on my way to work I, I i do that i listen to try to get in at least one podcast a day um I'm taking some few courses on the side of my job, so I do that. Um, and just, what else? Uh, you know, call up one of the homies or try to spend time with family and friends as much as I can. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and have good conversations, not talking about whatever, but, you know, talking about some some good, like, what's really going on? How's everything? Yeah. Uh, what are you What are you up there's to? There's been some good, been, I've had some good conversations yeah. with you, I think. Come on, man, don't you remember? We, Pick six. We had, we had <laughs> a great conversation the other day. All we have is... Now, now, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, Julian. Imagine having that those kind of conversations every single day, and what that would do alone for your mental health. You know oh, what I mean? Absolutely. That that's. You just wake up in the morning and you just feel like I gotta, like I gotta just be the best me. That's kind of yeah. I'm I'm kind of like that's where I am right now as well. Like, right. Kind of right. I I, I kind of try and find and surround myself with people that I can have those types of conversations with, where it's like you know we're just. We're just growing. That's know? it. That's yeah, it. And grow. and that's like uh, me being able to follow the, 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 the kind of routine that I follow allowed me to be mentally 
strong to the point where whatever I'm dealing with, if it's like some stress at work, like uh, closing deals or something. Closing deals. Closing deals. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, it, it, it it's doesn't like, no, 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 not at all. Not at all. Not to the good. point where like, because uh, you focus on the bigger picture. There's a bigger picture out there and the bigger picture mm-hmm. is um, what, what, like, what are you like how do you actually feel what are you doing to build yourself and not like you said your mental illness is uh is not you but Mm -hmm. i would say for those people who don't have uh uh, who are dealing with mental illnesses your job is not you your Mm -hmm. career is not you Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. there's separate there's separate things and you have just like how you have uh to focus on your career for those people who are career driven or whatever have that time to focus on what you're doing, what you've got going on for yourself. Pers- again, self-personal development. Mm-hmm. And then everything else will, will just follow, right? So you have strong faith. It's keeping the faith strong. Being mentally sane. physical, Physically active. Oh, I forgot to mention watching what I eat. That's another thing. Oh, yeah. I kind of cut um juices like i i drink juice but not really actually i i kind of stick to water like i got my water i got a lemon in there <laughs> i kind of stick to the water wave i i'm slowly trying to cut out like i don't eat pork oh did that um, ago. yeah yeah, yeah you guys did that for dinner yeah. Last night, oh yeah so. pizza oh yeah, right. pizza. It was vegetarian really or it was actually no, it was, oh. i had a lot of meat on it oh it, it was a meat lover meat. right oh, it i had remember. a lot i had double bacon pepperoni oh, and mushrooms she said not she said it had a vegetable she said double bacon not single bacon it had a vegetable it had a mushroom oh all right tomato sauce and tomato sauce oh my goodness don't kill me so that you eat healthy right 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 yeah so i i eat healthy um i feel like if you're suffering from, uh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Onika, but if you're suffering from uh, uh, not really a mental illness, but if you're just feeling down, you eating takes a big toll on how you actually feel. It's correct? true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Honestly, you know, when I'm in a depression, I don't, I barely eat at all, and I could feel it. Like you just feel sick to your stomach. And I've been, I have been eating much more healthy than I normally would. That's thanks to my dietitian. Mm-hmm. So like I, I, I did have like a zucchini noodle with some shrimp this week. It was mm. delicious. Like <laughs> Sounds was, good. I had a steak and mushroom last night, but then I just was craving carbs. So I did what I did. You know, I'm not saying sorry about it anyways. So <laughs> yeah, but what you eat, it, it does matter, you know, and that's mm-hmm. why I make it a point uh, to see a dietitian in, along with my team members. Uh, but you know what, Michael, this has been awesome. This has been really awesome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you guys so much. much for being on the podcast. Not a problem. I want to say so um, to your family member, uh, it's not easy. Oh, Lord. Lord, but it is not easy. But the only way out sometimes is through. Yeah. Oh, and I love that. Yeah. I'm going to get it tattooed on my arm. <laughs> the only nice. way out is through so what can what can people like me do to help those who are honestly being there being there for them when they're at their lowest point or at their quote-unquote craziest if they're ever hospitalized visiting them staying in touch with them and treating them making sure you treat them like them 
and not like the illness. Mm. That's very, very important. You know, let them know the little victories that they have, things that you and I or JR would do on a daily basis right now, things that I couldn't do, like like things that, that you would do, like making a meal or taking a shower or going outside for a 15-minute walk. Like celebrate these things with them because it it is more challenging than you can even imagine sometimes, uh, you know, with a state that, that people get into when it comes to their mental health conditions. So, yeah, that would be my recommendation. Just be there. Just be there and keep putting out that positive energy and letting them know that you 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 care and you want to be there and help them along with their journey. So with that said, that has been the dish of the day. JR, let them know um, how they could reach us, us and Michael, if they want to yeah, say hello to Michael absolutely. and, you know, give him words of encouragement where they can reach us. Yeah, well, yeah. So first, Michael, thank you so much for being here. Not a problem. Thank um, you. Thank you so much for having me. And again, I, I love what you guys are doing with the podcast. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much. We appreciate the uh, the feedback. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, but if you want to reach out to any of us, you can reach us at dish, D-Y-S-H, at daintydish.com. That's D-A-I-N-T-Y-D-Y-S-H.com. Uh, you can check us out on our website, daintydish.com. You can check Onika out on, well, more things that she's writing, you know, some more material. Um, I think your uh, Black and uh, Crazy, Crazy is series coming is out. out. It's, it should be out. Is it out? I think it's, it's out. out. It's yeah. Out. Yeah. It's out. It's out. Um, it's out, so we should we should you should check that out. We've got another one of those coming. Well, you've got another one of those coming. Yes. I'm, ta- I'm, ta- I'm taking credit for your stuff now. Yes, soon, um, soon, soon, soon. So <laughs> read it, black and black, black and quote unquote crazy. Um, you can check me out on Instagram, best of Jr. You can check out Onika on Instagram, best of Onika. Uh, Michael, anything? Anybody you want to shout out? Any anything you want to say? I want to give a shout out to all the homies. I want to give a shout out to my family. You know, I want to give a shout out to black folks just doing them. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to uh, just people who are who who may be suffering from mental illnesses to know that look, you're not alone. Um, and uh, there's help out there. Get the help. Seek the help. And for those people who aren't mentally ill, talk. Talk to your friends. Talk to your family. Talk. Have good friends around you. Make sure that you're not keeping things bottled inside because that doesn't help anybody, not even yourself, right? So do that. And uh, yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to reach me, you could get at me on Instagram. My Instagram is Michael Botang. Just my full name, M-I-C-H-A-E-L. B-O-A-T-E-N-G. It's one word. Okay. And then send me a DM. I'll send you the rest of the info. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, yeah. So that's, um, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe. Give us a five. We deserve a five. And subscribe. You know, give us a like. Give us a thumbs up. Five stars. Um, if you're listening to us on another platform, YouTube, you know, like, subscribe. Um, please uh, give us some feedback. We, we truly appreciate. It. We want to thank you for listening this week. Uh, that's it for me. Perfect. All right, y'all. All right. Again, appreciate it. Yes, and as I said, that has been the dish of the day. Y'all have yourselves a very, very, very happy holiday. <laughs> <laughs>